Hello, friends. It's that time of year again where the fishing starts to get good um, around me and the steelhead fishing, of course. And I also booked a trip to the Adirondacks to do some fishing, but also some high peak climbing. And because of that, I have to get in shape. So I've been doing stuff to make my heart, uh, you know, go fast and my lungs get less hurdy when I run. Um, yeah, I did say hurdy. Yep. Like a five-year-old. So it's that time of, of year and something that I guess is a recurring theme with me. Um, but it seems to be a little bit stronger this year and just something that I've been thinking about. Okay. So I titled this episode, grow where you're planted. Um, and this is a bit that I heard on a podcast called the Drake. It's a fly fishing podcast and it is awesome. It is so good. Um, it's just kind of like, I don't know, you don't have to be into fly fishing at all to like it. It's just a really well done show. Um, it's not like some, it's in parts, partly like an interview show, but not like, it's like a person telling a story and really well, you know? Um, but anyway, so oh, it's funny. I totally got that reference wrong. It's not a Drake episode, but I'm still going to leave that there. Go listen to the Drake, even if you don't care about fly fishing. Um, yeah, this was on the Orvis fly fishing podcast. Uh, they had a guest, Sean Carey and Sean, uh, he's the drummer percussionist in Bon Iver. Um, and he has his own solo stuff called S Carey that I really like. I love Bon Iver, one of my favorite artists and I love S Carey, um, Sean, his independent stuff. So check, check, uh, S Carey out. Cause not a lot of people, not a lot of people know about him. Um, but if you like, I don't know, mellow bony Vare esque music, but not as kind of experimental, more just melodic and whatever. You'll like him. You, I think it's pretty hard not to like him. He's just whatever. Um, so yeah, he was interviewed on the Orvis fly fishing podcast because he's a fly fisherman. And I've, so I, I think I first found out about this on the Drake podcast forever ago. They interviewed him. Um, this is actually kind of like not a great interview. Honestly, it's, it's just not a good interview. So I wouldn't even listen to it. If I were you, um, go listen to his, his interview on the Drake podcast forever ago, but whatever in it, the theme of this podcast was grow where you're planted. And so I listen to podcasts when I'm riding my bike, when I'm, you know, trying to get in shape and whatever. Um, and, and I listened to this episode and so it just got me thinking, and it's just been something I've been thinking about a lot. Um, this idea of like, so he's kind of referring to it more with like, um, fly fishing, but he also with music. So he, he lives in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, where he grew up. Um, and so does Justin Vernon, the main Bon Iver guy that everybody knows who has the beard and the really high-pitched, super low-voiced guy. Um, they both live there. They both, I think, I don't know if Justin grew up there or whatever. They both live there still, and they're huge artists, you know, and they travel all the time and whatever, but they still, they're growing where they're planted. Their studio is in Wisconsin, um, and they still have that kind of like backwoodsy, vibe you know or aesthetic and everything that they do um they didn't go to new york or la which is what everybody does um they're growing where they're planted so he's talking about this with fly fishing um and how you know like so many people travel to go fishing and i i get the the allure i mean i just booked a trip to the adirondacks to go fly fishing um which admittedly is not that far away from me but still um so many people book these exotic trips, 
uh, and and they are awesome. There's nothing wrong with that, but he's sort of like there's so much fishbowl water near like everybody. You know what's what's around you? What's the good fishing, the good spots, whatever that you're not fishing? Like you could probably spend your whole life, your whole fishing career, just fishing. You know, water within a you know I don't know twenty miles of you. Um, and I think that's so true. And for obviously fishing, um, but everything, so many things in life. And I think about how I, I thought I would move away. Uh, I live currently in, well, five minutes away from the house that I kind of grew up in and like 30 minutes away from the house I was born in, um, which is basically right where my, my, which was like a few blocks away from where my dad was born and grew up, which is uh not far from where my grandpa was born well i guess he i think he i forget whatever he's really close to being born in italy but i think his dad was born in italy i don't know or his siblings or something um whatever porzios are from buffalo and and my other side it's the same thing it's just generation after generation after generation after generation of people living in buffalo and buffalo is not like the greatest city on earth there's a lot of you know it's in the rust belt there's a lot of um you know like rundown factory type stuff when all the at that industry left buffalo we have these huge empty grain silos and they're cool and we're repurposing them and we have like art installations and restaurants and you know cool stuff like to do with them but still you know it's not and if you go downtown like there's been just a lot of bad decisions made um that have ruined the city and made it more segregated and whatever but big highway basically cut through the middle of the city which just destroyed a ton of neighborhoods um and a big skyway that that destroyed a whole other you know area of commerce and a big like railway that went right through what was a very walkable main street and now like is just feels almost eerie in fact we were down there recently and ran into some folks from london and they're like they were like spooked by how dead it is like is nobody around the city of buffalo at you know 7 a.m on a 7 p.m on a weekday or something and like well not this area actually this is you'd think this is where everybody would be but no nobody's here um so anyway whatever we don't have to get into the history of buffalo but but yeah so i always thought that i would leave and that's the kind of thing with Buffalo. Buffalo, the population uh, is basically half of what it was um, in 1950, I think. You know, we were we were like super up and coming in the early 1900s. Did I just say I wasn't doing a history on Buffalo? Well, here it is. Um, super, you know, we, we had like the World's Fair in the early 1900s and we were one of the first cities to get electricity. So we were this booming city that, that just attracted a lot of people. We had this great park system um, built by Frederick Law Olmsted. We have, um, uh, Frank Lloyd Wright houses and buildings and such. It was just kind of like a center for a lot of money and stuff. And president McKinley was, I think, you know, I think he was making a speech for the world's fair or something. Uh, he got shot here in our downtown, um, and died. And, and, uh, yeah, so that's, that's kind of like, buffalo on the up and up and it just kept going up and up and up and up and we had all where you know we're right on the lake we have all of this commerce all this you know um the steel uh bethlehem steel is like a huge steel plant here that just employed everybody and car manufacturers and whatever everybody worked in these factories had these these good paying jobs with good benefits and 
you know, whatever until the fifties. And then everything kind of just started going downhill slowly, um, or actually rapidly since, and has like, I think it's leveled out or increased for the first time in a while, but yeah, we literally lost half of our population of the whole city from the last like 50 to 60 years, the population of Buffalo, the population went like doubled from the early 1900s up to the fifties. And now it just like tanked right back down. So anyway, it's not, it's a place where people leave. It's a place where people move away. I like, I wonder what it's like to live in a city where people move to, you know, I only have a few friends that moved to here and it's for, for like specific jobs and things, but so many people move away. You know, I don't know. Is it like that everywhere that, you know, your friends that you grew up with? Oh yeah. They moved away. They go to college and then they're gone forever. Um, and everybody wants to leave. My brother wanted whatever. I thought I was going to leave because that's what you do. Um, you either stay in Buffalo and you live a mediocre life or you go leave and then you become successful or you live an exotic life, whatever. But somewhere along the line, that thinking changed for me. And I think a big part of it was doing a lot of traveling and realizing that like, oh, I'm not actually happier in these other places. I like visiting them for sure. Um, but then once you get used to it, well, then it's just like where it was before. Like, I, I don't know. I, I guess there's just this, this observation of people that, and no shade on people leaving and going somewhere else, whatever, it's fine. But let's just look at my brother, for example. He had this kind of like restlessness to him and he just, just like, I have to get out. And he couldn't even like verbalize exactly why, but it's just like, I got to leave. He wanted to go to Colorado. There's huge mountains and, you know, it's just, obviously it's just extreme and beautiful in so many ways. I guess this is going to be a longer episode because I'm not done talking. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's so beautiful in so many ways and it makes sense. Like that's where you would go. It, like that, if you're going to leave, go to somewhere like Denver or whatever, I don't know, California or something. It does seem like everybody wants to move to North Carolina. I don't really understand that. So North Carolina folks, um, well, Daniel, you could tell me why everybody wants to move to North Carolina, but it just feels like that's where everybody is moving to. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, I've been talking so long that my screen just slept. So yeah, so this grower, you're planning to think my brother, you know, leaving, but there's like, look at his life. His life is, um, <laughs> sorry, he's got a good life, no doubt, but he has more complicated parts to his life. He has to travel to come home a lot, you know, for like holidays and stuff. And I guess you don't have to, but any, and he has a lot of friends here and a lot of family here. So when he does visit and use all his vacation time to come visit, he's just has to like visit all these people and see so many people. And it's just so hectic. And he doesn't get to enjoy the places where he grew up. And if so, you know, I don't know if he would say he regrets moving away. So this is my own assessment. But man, it's like there's just so many things that make your life so much more complicated. Um, you know, when you move away. Um, yeah. And so for me, it's like I somewhere along the line, I just sort of realized that like, oh, you know what? You can be happy anywhere. Um, and you don't, and this like, and I think there's also this, well, we'll just talk, maybe, maybe I should talk about fly fishing. Cause it's like less of a less direct, um, t way to approach this topic. But, um, you know, with fishing, it's like social media has exacerbated this thing where, you know, you see all these, and I think with vacationing, it's the same thing, like, or adventuring people see on social media, like, like a sailing law vagabond that, um, YouTube channel of those, those folks who live on a sailboat and have a zillion followers. I mean, it is the most lucrative or whatever, just like, like sexy looking lifestyle 
ever of this like live on a sailboat dive in the water spear a few fish cook them up sunny all the time beautiful you know um and so i know i mean just a lot of i feel like this is the era of people getting sailboats and living on boats because with social media we can see you know and maybe that's a great life i'm sure it's a great i would love to do that (laughs) but things like that like you go if you're a fly fisherman you follow you know some people doing just like incredible things and traveling and, and catching monster fish in these beautiful exotic areas. And it just kind of fills you with this desire to go do those things. Um, but you know, there's a lot of what that creates, I think is just a level of like restlessness and doing things for the, the vanity of it. And I, and I'm just speaking for myself, just things that I recognize in myself, wanting to do some of those things for the vanity. Um, also, also the the harmful effects of like social media where it's you know a really cool hidden spot that was great for locals just gets blown up by travelers and we see this with cruise ships and you know other like uh cultures and ecosystems just getting you know just destroyed because these huge ships just dump like loads of tourists on this like beautiful island and and now all of a sudden there's you know all the effects of that and you see that with everything um, like national parks, I mean, they're great, but, um, well, whatever, we won't get into national parks. National parks are great, but, uh, I don't know, just things where spots get blown up, you know, because they get highlighted and everybody wants to go do that thing. So, I mean, this has been around forever, whatever. I don't even know what I'm saying at this point, but basically it's something that I've been thinking about a lot in life is like, yeah, grow where you're planted. Like there's so many advantages. There's so much to discover right outside of your door. Like it's, it's just wild. There's so many dimensions that I haven't even tapped into. Um, I'm just going to throw stuff out there like geocaching. I used to do that. I haven't done that in forever. And I just popped open the geocaching app and it's like, oh my gosh, there's this whole community of people doing geocaching, like right around my house. I can literally walk a few doors down and there's a geocache. And I did, and I found it and, and they're just everywhere. And there's this bunch of beautiful parks and lakes and rivers and hiking trails and things that I've never hiked on, um, you know, restaurants I've never eaten at, um, clubs I've never attended, uh, places, you know, whatever. Now I'm getting into astronomy and stuff. There's star clubs, of course, there's a Buffalo astronomy association, whatever. There's all this astronomy stuff. They have open houses, stargazing nights, huge telescopes that you have to get on a ladder to look through just that you can just go and just hang out there. So there's just so much to do in a, in a place that people want to leave, you know? So I guess maybe it's like a lesson in opportunism is like, you know, take your situation and find and play to your strengths. Maybe that's what it is. Something that I'm always thinking about in life is how do you play to your strengths? Um, you know, all of these things are, are a balance, of course, because there's something to be said for leaving and changing your environment and uprooting. You know, there's all sorts of merits in those things, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the opposite of that and the merits in this. Um, yeah. And this sort of play to your strengths mentality is something that I think is just really important and applies to this as well. It's like, what are the strengths of Buffalo? What are the things like, okay, yeah, we don't have palm trees. Yep. Uh, but we have like a lot of snow, so maybe pick up snowboarding, you know, um, we have a giant lake that you can't see the end of when you look out at it and you can pretend it's the ocean. And there's a zillion things that that has to offer you. Literally, I grew up down the road from from a, a beach on the lake. Like I, like literally just a short walk. I made a ton of friends there um, and whatever, lived, you know, whatever. You would just never think that in Buffalo, 
you could live a beachy lifestyle but there are places you know on the lake that feel like like florida there's these towns with just sand all over the roads you know because they're just kind of one with the beach um and yeah and it's a beautiful beach with beautiful sunsets every night um if you you know if the clouds don't stop you so whatever there's boating there's fishing there's tons of fishing there's i mean i I could go on and 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 on about the merits of of a place like buffalo and i imagine that all those other little places all those other places on the map that you just wouldn't think to travel to cities that people you know mediocre cities that don't get attention that people leave have you know a lot to offer um so yeah so i've been yesterday i took a bike ride to uh, a place that i love i mean i i don't go there enough but i recently stargazed there i fished there a lot and it's just kind of wild to me like i got on my bike i'm riding through this beautiful village that i live that's got these houses that are 100 plus years old and they're just beautiful and like kids everywhere and families and it's just aesthetically pleasing and then i bike through this village that's got a really old theater with the marquee lights that's still up and and doing well and showing movies and and there's restaurants and there's all sorts of you know commerce and then you you know you go down a hill and you pass a train that's functioning you can pay money and get a ticket and ride on this train and just see the views like it's just you could you know buy a hot dog while you're on this train with your family and some popcorn and just you know look out at the really nice fall leaves and go on you know railroad bridges over huge gorges and creeks and this is literally you know a three minute bike ride from my house so i'm passing that i'm going over the tracks keep going and now i'm kind of biking down winding roads and it's it's more back roady type vibes and it's following along this beautiful creek that i fish um and whatever eventually leading to a park that's this kind of undeveloped but there's good trails following along that gorge and that creek that i fish on and i just parked my bike i locked it up and i just started jogging down the trails and down to the creek and then back up and there's just like amazing scenery and i'm gonna bring a fishing pole next time because i actually love to fish i mean that's where i fish the 90 percent of the time um there's just beautiful amazing like world-class steelhead fishing in my backyard and this is all a 20 minute bike ride from my house or less um yeah i don't know so i just sort of like live this life of of charm um and there's there's you know there's there could be somebody living next door to me who lives a totally different life who never goes to the creek who never gets on their bike who lives next to the 7-eleven with the bright lights and they just don't think where they live is that beautiful and they don't appreciate you know whatever there's just you could live an alter it's just so much about perspective and how you know you can paint these amazing beautiful pictures of your life yourself um but you can also not and you can forego that opportunity and yeah so whatever i don't know if this has been an interesting thought spew but yeah there's something to be said for growing where you're planted when it comes to fishing when it comes to living um and probably a bunch of other things maybe programming i'm still a php developer that's where i was planted i'm still growing there i didn't you know move on to whatever uh become a javascript crackhead as daniel says um so i don't know i don't know if there's like merit to there even but whatever it's just something to think about yeah all right i'll see you this is a, a double one a twofer